If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Hi. Hi, honey. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Oh my God, it's the end of the year. Is this the last hump of the year? This is the last hump of the year. <sighs> it's been quite a hump, hasn't it? It's been humping. It's been humpy. Yeah. Up and down. It has, but I've loved it. And wow, I mean, we made it. Nigga, we made it. Nigga, we made it. We did. <laughs> we did a lot of good things this year, so. Um, how you doing today? Um, I'm doing good. How was your Christmas? It was good. It was really, you know, jolly. The, the, ch- the, ch- the children, the one child <laughs> was happy. So um, I was like, I was semi-organized this year. I shopped one day before Christmas, and I got her stuff, and I almost wrapped it all and then i got lost high. the tape i saw I on instagram yeah i was really rooting for you i was like she's gonna find that shit in the morning still haven't found the tape <laughs> it was it was two rolls it's gotta be under the couch i looked <laughs> um but yeah it was good i i went to my baby daddy's family's house and you know it's it's jolly it's jolly yeah same i, I went to my mom's i already got everything she could have wanted I was really happy that she was really ecstatic about poppets because although I don't really understand poppets, I mean I know it's like a sensory toy, but it was more so that she's still six because sometimes I look at her and, and like I'm like, so you are you need to relax, <laughs> and the fact that she was excited about poppets was like okay you're six, Whew. you're still six, yeah. and also I'm happy to confirm or I don't even know if I'm happy to confirm this, but she still believes in Santa because I wasn't sure. But she's still believing in Santa. But then I also feel really bad because I'm lying to her. And, like, everyone is perpetuating this lie about Santa. And I just – it's kind of fucked up. It's a little strange. Like, it goes to the point – like, to the point where, like, last year my dad had some strange man call her and act like Santa. (laughs) And I was like, that's weird. Like – 
an Ooh. older man is calling my young child to lie to her. Like, what What are we telling our kids? I don't know. It's a mystical fairy tale. That... Then I was like, stop being fucking like the Grinch, Erica. And just get in line. <laughs> um, Lena still believes in Santa Claus, so. That's great. Uh, yeah, it's magical. I know. That's why I was like, it's magical. But I'm, also, I th- it's. Yeah. I'm, there's, I think there's some weird underlying, like, weird tale about actual Santa Claus. But... I think every, there's always one. Yeah. There's true. always one, literally. <laughs> it's true I don't think I ever believed in Santa Claus so I'm like enjoying watching her believe it mm, I definitely did I did um, but other than that I'm good I'm really excited like I'm really excited for next month you guys the retreat is coming up we're going to Costa Rica and it's becoming real I know I'm like <laughs> we're almost there I just keep dreaming about it in my head like I'm gonna be in Costa Rica with my shoes off and everything's gonna be fine <laughs> yeah and you know I'm just excited to meet all of you guys that are joining us out there in the tropics on the Caribbean side of the jungles of Costa Rica it's just going to be so amazing the place we're staying at is beautiful i'm just so grateful we like we have that space and it's ours i know i'm so grateful to just take over the entire space and just like do whatever we want and chill and relax and have fun and connect you know and just like really span out for over the whole like space i know and we have so many we have sylvia who's going to be joining us doing natal chart readings and doing an uh off off-site excursion we have nurse mo who i know some of you guys are literally coming to the retreat for and are so excited to to have her full day experience um i'm just i just can't wait and also you guys we actually um opened up one extra spot for week two everyone decided they wanted to come to week two i know and we keep getting hit up like can you just do one more spot two more spots i was like i don't know if we can do it but we figured it out and there's one more spot for week two so that's exciting and i think only two two more more spots spots for for week week one. one so if you need a reason to reset i mean we think we all need a reason to reset and recharge in you know, on January, the beginning of the year, this is it. This is the reset. This is the recharge to set up your year to be just exactly how you want it. I feel like we all just need to relax. We need to connect. And kind of like embark on the ultimate manifestation, you know, with like a bunch of witchy women harnessing their power and like really tapping into the space and the environment and to each other and like visualizing what you want for the year. I think like that's what I'm most excited. Like this group manifestation. Like setting the tone for my year because, you know, I was just thinking about this past year and like ah, what a whirlwind and like how we started and how it started out and then how it ended and just like you know it seems like a year is such a short like a such a long time but in hindsight it's it's so quick it's, it's so fast so quick so if you guys are interested in joining us come through go to goodmomsbadchoices.com and click retreats to get all the info and it's not too late come hang out with us it's not too late come spirits are calling come to Costa Rica darling you've manifested this trip I know you've been talking about a trip all year this is the one this is it yeah this is it take a chance and come get witchy in in the jungle with us I'm this is so this week's episode is kind of different we've never done one like this and I'm actually kind of 
like really excited to get into it because I think sometimes, you know, this is year four we're coming up on on Good Moms, Bad Choices. And sometimes we like, we just are always doing episodes every single week that we often don't ever go back and like revisit like previous guests, previous conversations. And I think this is going to be really interesting to see also like where we were at the beginning of this year versus kind of like where we're at right now. We have to do our tarot. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, my it's bad. It's tarot time. My bad. Let's set the tone. Um, we actually got a new deck. I'm so excited. We got gifted for Christmas um, the Mahogany Tarot deck um, by Kashira Hicks. She's a part of our tribe. She's a Good Moms Tribe member. And it's really dope because it's the traditional um, It's the traditional way to like... Uh, deck with all the traditional art except they're black and brown people i saw that and i appreciate that because some of these other new age decks are confusing the shit out of me anyway today we erica pulled a card and today's card is the ten of swords it looks kind of intense but it was reversed and like (laughs) there's ten swords in a man's back which is pretty intense but reverse it kind of looks like those swords are being lifted up right Mm. So yeah, reversed, you guys. If you guys don't know anything about tarot, it means when the card, when you pull the card and it's upside down. It's, it, has, it usually has a different meaning than if it was right side up. Um, also, the swords are generally represent um, the intellect, your mind, um, like your thoughts. It's pretty analytical. So let's read what Biddy has to say. Um, the Ten of Swords shows, okay, well, we already discussed that he's lying down with Ten Swords in his back. Mm-hmm. Um, it marks a painful yet inevitable ending. But reversed... It means, hold on, there's, okay. The Ten of Swords reverse indicates that you are combating an inevitable change or ending because you are not ready to face up to what is happening. However, to more you, to the more you resist, the more the situation will continue to drag you. So it's time to rip off the bandage, however painful that might be, and get this over with so you can start fresh. Trust that everything is happening for a reason, and even though it may be difficult to understand what you're going through, know it is leading to your personal growth and regeneration in the long term. Uh huh. It also may represent an old situation that ended badly. You are still carrying around wounds from it, but have buried them so deeply that you do not realize they are still present and hurting you. These old pains need to be dealt with once and for all. It may be difficult to delve back in, but it's the only way to release yourself of this pain and allow to pass from your life. Hmm. Okay, deep December okay. coming with the deep cards at the, the end. December talking about let that shit go, let it go for the new year, rip it off and face it uh, let that shit go was last year's uh manifestation mm, was it, it was, was uh, we had a, i don't know if you guys have checked it out we usually do end of the year manifestation and or beginning of the year manif- guided meditation guided meditation and last year's theme was let that shit go so it's funny that we're riding back into the year i need to go back and listen to that meditation mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. We also did one for the kids, too. Our girl, Naja, did a meditation for the kids because the kids got to start meditating early, too. Um, we're going to have a meditation this year by Trap Yoga Bay, and we're going to have another one for the kids. With Naja. Yeah, so keep your ears out for that. It was really good last year. It was. Um, and a bitch could use all the meditations possible. <laughs> give me last year's, give me this year's. All of them. <laughs> every day um it's so funny so we're as we're like going through our uh clips from all year i was just like really reflecting on last year and where we were at the end of the year and um 
I had a really difficult year and then I went to Mexico for Christmas and to bring in the new year and we had the most epic amazing time <laughs> and we went with like a huge group of friends and it was just like literally magical and it like I really went into the year like as like such a magical fairy I really felt that energy <laughs> I was like I am magical this is great and like I was in love I was like all in love with um OnlyFans Bay, aka Orlando from Harder Soft, and he was really pumping me up because that's what he does. <laughs> and like we saw um, DJ A Track. Yeah, we saw A Track at the top of this hotel with the fireworks. It was like the first time we had been like around people since COVID in like a social dancing situation. Oh yeah, we Everybody could was not so scared. stop dancing. <laughs> I like you would have had to like tranquilize me, <laughs> like. <laughs> And then smiling. The amount of dance moves that actually, you know what, David, we're going to send you a video clip of the dance moves. No, the dance moves have to go There was slow motion. There was like a lot going on on this fucking dance floor because we had been holding it in. For like months. (laughs) And it showed. And then it was A-Track and I was I could touch him. I could almost like touch his forehead. I actually didn't uh, believe it. It I was at Coachella. I might have to put that on my my That Lucky Day song? Yes. That Lucky Day A-Track. Look that shit up. That is the that song changed the whole party. I'm pretty sure I was like three-way kissing everyone. I had just discovered Mila Limon, so I was just moaning <laughs> and howling at the moon. It was very primitive, and I was feeling very free. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was a really good way to start the year. I had just had that like crazy acid trip on the beach where I had like let out so much energy and like rebirthed myself. And so, yeah, I just like went into 2021 pretty strong. Yeah, and I think after after even after we had the dance party, we went down to the beach and we did a lot of howling at the moon and a lot of moaning. And our men were just looking at us from a distance, like wow. And I'm pretty sure we were also making out and rolling in the sand. Oh, we were. Yeah. <laughs> the one first, the first and only time me and Mila made out. No, it was two. It was also on the trip when they got lost. Oh, but that's the same day. Oh uh, no, that was not the same day. Okay, it was the same trip. Me and Mila decided to make out a lot, but yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> Make out. Pal at the moon. Moan. You <laughs> did it all. And I'm pretty sure I like threw a kiss like pretty much a lot of people. <laughs> um, shall we? And, and then we went on a boat with other groups of people and of course in perfect Mila fashion I got naked <laughs> and then we talked about it do you want should we go back to yeah, our yeah so let's play this let's play the clip from our January episode where we're talking about our epic New Year's Eve let's uh, go back down memory lane ladies and gentlemen <laughs> cue it up because I was trying to like make everyone moan with me and you know sometimes black people are not with like so much touchy feely well, shit you especially took, from New York well you took your top off and I was like oh, you know <laughs> no one cares but you know some people do and I, I was just like whatever everyone's going just gonna have to just be cool with it and they were they were, they were fine he's like you moan and growl and howl and hump I'm like I, I hope you spread the word because this is what they're getting and he's like I don't care <laughs> one thing about um, having an OnlyFans bay He's with the shits, okay? <laughs> we're, he's, we're open. He lets me do whatever I want. He doesn't want to put any rules or restrictions on me. And anyone says anything to him, he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's that's Mila, okay? And I'm like, that's my baby. <laughs> Tell him, boo. I get naked. I be howling and moaning and doing weird shit. <laughs> so it was just great. 
you heard that. It was just great. It's great. <laughs> um, and I update. He's still letting me howl and moan and get naked, and we still support each other. And I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I I needed that going into the year, and I still need it now. So amen. I'm so glad to have a OnlyFans babe slash bondship bay who. It's like, I had, a, I had an orgy the other day. It was so great. He's like, in 2021, no, in 2022, I don't think I'm going to have single person sex. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, I think it's only, it's like only going to be group settings, threesomes or more. Oh. I was like, you're on your own, buddy. He, <laughs> <laughs> He's busy. I was like, that's not going to apply to me. I don't have time. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that was a really, I, we, uh, you know, it's funny how a year can start off like energetic and then like you might meet a man that's a fucking asshole and has all these rules about women and then drags you down and makes you forget that you are free and wild and then you go with it because you're in love and the sex is good and then you look up six months later and you've come totally different from where you came in no more howling at the moon <laughs> getting naked on boats could you imagine getting a naked on a boat with that nigga oh no, jesus he would bitch. throw you off the boat i've been eaten by a shark <laughs> But thankfully, you and Orlando are still besties, and it's it came full circle. That that situation is over, and now you're back to you know empower, feeling empowered, and you know you're all your toplessness and howlingness, and um, pray to God that no man ever will ever come in and infiltrate your sex system. <laughs> And make you feel like you are too much because you are not. No man will ever infiltrate this sex system. <laughs> it's unpenetrationable. The sex system. <laughs> That's a sex system. Unpenetrable. 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 It's on lockdown. Well, I just hope that, you know, in this next 2022 year, we get to make another music video because I feel like that was kind of like another like highlight into the year was our music video debut. Uh, oh right, right. We've, we had done a couple um, like DIYs on Triller, which I dis- rediscovered on Patreon. If you're not on Patreon, there's a lot of gems on there, uh, including us doing music videos in a variety of locations, mm-hmm. like the desert. I think it was our audition tape for our homegirl Jessica Rose. Um, she asked us to be her video hose in a Cardi B. Wait, no, no, no. In a Saweetie Doja Cat remix. Uh-huh. And of course we said we had to say, hell yeah. Because, you know, that's my best friend. She, a, okay, well, it's, that's my mom friend. She a real, real bad, bad bitch. Let's okay. just, let's hit, just hit play the, it. The you ready? You ready for this shit? Yeah. If, wait, and by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see all these clips and these That's my mom friend, she can't stand her BD, but she real chill, cause she puff a little tree. Drop the kids off, and you know we gon' drink. Yeah, we twerk and we moms, we don't care what you think. That's my mom friend, she can't stand her BD, but she real chill, cause she puff a little tree. Drop the kids off, and you know we gon' drink. Yeah, we twerk and we moms, we don't care what you think. Yo, my daughter really tests me, always got an attitude, even when she texts me. Bang, banging on my baby daddy, yeah, that man detests me, but if I'm too nice, then he start trying to caress me. Said he pulling up on Friday, he a no-show, good mom's twerking, put that thing hey. slow If your house ain't clean and you can't fit in your jeans, you can be part of the team, that's for show show. I got a text from my girl like, just guess what? Oh, you taking him to court? Good, make him pay up. Keep it real, shit a file soon as y'all broke up. If the drinks is on him, so girl, let's pour it up. That's my mom friend, she can't stand her BD, but she real chill, cause she puff a little tree. Drop the kids off, and you know we gon' drink. Yeah, we twerk and we moms, we, we don't, don't care what you think. think. That's my mom friend. Hey. She can't hey. <laughs> 
Wow, we really went into the year with a bang. A music video host, banger. Okay. Um, bookings at info at goodmomsbadchoices.com. If you want to book Good Moms for your next video, Vixen role will be your girls. <laughs> it's just a shameless plug. You guys got to see that video. Like, seriously, go to YouTube right now. <laughs> Till this day, Luda requests it. When we turn on the regular one, she's like, can we see the one with you in it? I'm like, sure thing, baby. <laughs> By the way, also, all these episode clips um, that we're sharing, we're going to put links to the full episode in the episode description. So if you're interested in knowing what the fuck we're talking about, do that. Um, it's a must. It's a must, because these are these are our top favorite ones of the year. Um, and, you know, also, we, we did a lot of new things. You know, we've, we've upgraded our production. Shout out to David. You know, I was looking at our old stuff. I'm like, wow, this lo- these looks have come a long way. But it's really cool to see the evolution and, like, just how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we introduced, actually, the tarot card uh the tarot segment we've also introduced the affirmation segment and we also um introduced having themed months right so that's been really fun to kind of um just dedicate a whole month to different things and i don't know just watching me become basically a tarot queen live and in action you know you are a tarot tarot bookings at intuitive tarot I just made it up. I'm gonna have to put. I'm gonna have to get the wicks on that later. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Okay, well. Oh well, I'm gonna share mine. No, it's fine. Um, we also did a lot of amazing collabs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, like amazing, amazing collabs. And um, one of the earlier ones that we did that I really loved was with uh, our girl Jade and Kia from Getting Grown. Mm-hmm. I love them. I really do. Um, we did. We were on their show too. That episode was really good as well. Oh, it really was. Yeah. It was. Um, you know, it's so cool just to like as. I mean, we have our friendship and then to be able to team up with other like besties and like have four different dynamics and different personalities is always so interesting. And I think um, Jade and Kia have like very different dynamics. They do. Yeah. And, you know, and so like all us four, I think the episode it's called uh, <laughs> Jesus Loves Heathens, too. Oh, yeah. Jesus love. He- oh, my God. Yeah. Cause, yeah. <laughs> okay, basically that. Yeah. Jesus also loves the heathens. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know we got kind of deep on that and we were just talking about like uh, the black household and just growing up as black, little black girls and black women, young women and being called grown a lot Mm -hmm. and fast and just like no matter what kind of family you come from, it's like basically that's what happens no matter what. If you show any like remote, you know, like liking to anything adult, which is inevitable. But this is a little clip from that too. Let's check it out. I think we should create space in our homes for kids to explore things and where you can give them context Mm. around, is this too adult for you? Perhaps like, you know, whatever, but you know, just kind of saying that's grown, like without really explaining anything. And I wish that my mom would not give grown such a negative stigma to me as a young person. Cause it was, cause I mean, after I got grown, it took me a long time to be comfortable 
you know, moving in this grown adult body because it, for so long I had been shamed for it. Yeah. yeah. It's fast. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, right. those are the two favorite words. In, in yeah. the black house, the household of, oh my God, I could, I could pass out just hearing that shit right now. It's, it's literally. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I had anything. a shot for every time. And literally. Yeah. And then I ended up being a little grown ass little teenager because you kept fucking calling me grown. Couldn't wait to get out the house and be grown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shit's so true, you know, like, and you know, what? I really enjoy having conversations with other black women and like um, of all different walks of life and like moms, non moms, just because I think sometimes initially like you and like our 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 thought process around like how we raise our children and the honest and transparency is sometimes can be for some abrasive because they're not used to that you know some people are so used to traditional ways of raising their children that they're like I am that my mom you know like if you do this it's that but sometimes it's just having like conversations with other women it kind of you know that's where the change that's where the change and the growth goes comes or the change in perspective um, so I really I enjoyed that conversation. I did too. Um, what other good conversations did we have this year? We had so many. I mean, I think that, you know, in March we really were dedicated to upping our financial literacy. So March was dedicated and called Money March and we interviewed so many amazing guests. That was like an epic month that was of an guests. Epic, yeah. I mean, we had the budget Nista Tiffany, we had Earn Your Leisure, we had Loose Warrior, the, the the wealth we trust um it was really just so insightful so helpful so empowering i know a lot of you guys went ahead and took loose's chorus on on stocks um and her story was really interesting too i mean she has her whole income is based in just investing and um she's teaching brown and black people how to feel empowered in that space and take control of their life in that way so i think that's really cool and obviously earn your leisure to see their growth too over the last one or two years i mean they're taking over this space and really really giving our community um, so much knowledge that I'm, I'm not I'm sure we would have never known there's so many little tips and tricks that they gave us in that month about cryptocurrency about stocks about you know putting, putting your, your kids, kids on, on payroll. payroll like just you know the 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 mindset like the, the money deficit mindset and how to untrain this this mindset that we have the scarcity the scar- yeah the scarcity mindset and um, yeah I think so the, let's just play this clip from earn your leisure this was a good one this was about why um, you should invest in stocks and not crypto, which it's a hot I don't topic know. It's right a now. hot topic now. I'm like, hmm. Here we go. For me personally, the question about the cryptocurrency, I wouldn't start out with crypto. I would start out with stocks first, and um, you know, educate myself, become familiar with stock market, and then venture. I'm already fucking up. Like, <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Rashad, I'm calling you after this call. You're my new financial advisor, whether you like it or not. <laughs> still feel like I have so much to learn and I'm like I didn't even I didn't even put that much money down because I was scared like if I feel like if every cryptocurrency went away today the world wouldn't change right it's still a new technology there's issues with different platforms it's a lot of different stuff with stocks it's like if, if the stock market went away then the world would probably So, you know, if Apple falls apart, it ripples all across the world. So I would say to invest in the stock market first because, A, it's been around a lot lot longer. Um, It's a lot less riskier. It's way more tangible as far as you're actually investing in solid companies that, um, you know, have revenue, have employees, have operations, have systems in place where a lot of cryptos don't have any of that. 
one of the big takeaways from that conversation too was like for me was like investing in stock markets i mean stocks that like you have in your home like things that you actually use right now not trying to like get too crazy and invest in these like these like like these companies you've never heard of you have no idea what the fuck they're doing over there like investing in like Netflix, investing in um, just the things you see around your home that you can do. So I don't know. I feel like they're earn your leisure. They're really changing the game and just they're just they're really, really impacting the community. I'm so I'm so happy that we got them on the show. I know that was a really, really good episode. And um, I'd like to share that Erica and I six months later, eight months after that episode, we got an accountant. We did. We are working on our finances together as a couple, as a business. <laughs> Platonic couple. <laughs> I'm Thank so, you, babe. I am so proud of us for doing that. Like, wow. I feel very mature. I feel so mature filing taxes and shit. <laughs> um, and I do. I feel empowered, like, little by little. So I'm excited for that. So it worked. <laughs> um, I, I, I also want to share that if you're just joining us, a lot of the shit that we discuss, a lot of the guests that we bring on, the themes of the months are things that we're going through, things that we're growing through, things that we're struggling with, and just, like, hoping that somewhere in our community, at some point, someone can benefit from the information because it is evergreen. And I'm sure at some point we're going to have to go back to it and, like, revisit it because you know life mm-hmm. <laughs> it keeps on life and show too so i'm just like it's so nice to go back and like touch on all these gems mm-hmm. um we you know as we worked on money obviously we also have to work on our personal growth which is obviously always happening for us and um we after money march didn't we have a clip from loose no oh we do have a clip from loose i don't want to skip loose because she's epic like she is epic she really is epic she is a witch first of all she came to us in an epic same day fashion she agreed and we did it within like 45 minutes yeah (laughs) i was like okay today you're available okay let's do it and it was just like we had been looking for like a wealth witch for like weeks yeah like someone that was tapped into the spirituality of like how to feel more empowered in this money space and how to manifest money as well so loose was that and um i'm not sure what I mean, we talked about so many things. We talked about the red tent. We talked about she gave us like a, like a like she gave us a reading. reading. Yeah, um, but she did talk about what we talked about, just like the scarcity mindset, and she talked about victimhood when it comes to money, and that we like. Well, let's just listen to it. What do you think about our, our tarot card pool, the Ten of Swords? Do you have Oh my god, it was a Ten of Swords that day. It's Ten of Swords right today. That's crazy. What the fuck? I do. I think it's a really powerful card for so many reasons. The reason that stood out the most to me was how it talked about being in victimhood. And a lot of the times coming from a scarcity mindset, a person of color, we are constantly in victimhood when it comes to money. And so shifting your money mentality and really being able to generate wealth requires for us to let go of that victimhood mentality. But how do we do that if we were born into a system that literally taught us to constantly be in victim mentality, most especially when it comes to money? As you start to move closer to your finances and generating wealth, you're going to be able to identify that you betray yourself constantly with these limiting beliefs that we perpetuate. So to me, the card is perfect and it's very truthful, matter of fact, 
fact and the way we should be looking at money, but also incorporating our own personal shadows and where we are in this moment in time, most especially spiritually. Wow, today we got it That's crazy that we got pulled that same card. That episode's so good. We did a two part of that one. So make sure you goes literally you have to check out that one. That's that's a one must. of my favorite episodes. Of yeah. The year. So then we moved on to April. Okay, April. April. And what was the th- what was the theme? I was um <sighs> Wellness April. Wellness wow, the most simple shit. <laughs> Wellness, Wellness April. April. We didn't get very clever that month. <laughs> <laughs> give it give Kept it, it simple. <laughs> um so Debbie um is a friend of mine and she is the chief impact officer at um Chopra Global, so Deepak Chopra, and she leads so many of his retreats. She's actually on the app as well, guiding, doing guided meditations. And she's just an overall, just like high vibrational human. Like, I don't even know how to describe her. Um, And so she came on the show and we talked about healing your inner child and um, just ways that you can do that. And um, ways that you can avoid doing that and how detrimental it is. And here's a clip of her talking about uh, all the ways we avoid ourselves. I think we get through life without realizing all the tools of avoidance we have for ourselves. Mm. Like we avoid ourselves with a packed schedule. We avoid ourselves with friendships, with fun, with perceived happiness. Like we can find, we can turn anything into a tool of avoidance. Ooh, you know? girl. Easy. Say that shit again. <laughs> anything. And so it's so important to really create those moments where we're just with us. Like go stare at yourself in the eyes in the mirror with your face two inches away from the mirror. Light a candle and do that for a minute and see what happens, <laughs> you know? For real. For like, real. it's really... How uncomfortable do you get? For real. Yeah. Eye contact, period, is some shit. It is really some shit, especially with yourself. Amen. That episode was amazing. We got I, we had so many people write in about, um, about that episode. And actually, Debbie also has her own podcast. You should definitely check check her out um i think it's called dropping gems with debbie brown um but as we ventured deeper into wellness april i wow it's so crazy how you can like reflect back on a time and like look back into the year and just like looking on yourself now that it's over and like having certain conversations and just i avoided a lot of shit last year too with like dick (laughs) 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 and you know it's just like three months, four months, five months, six months, that shit can roll by so quickly, especially when you're getting fucked. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh my God, it's true. The avoidance, the distractions that we choose, you know, everyone has their thing. Some people go to the gym, you know? It's so crazy. Me and you were like at at totally two different spots. I was like saying I'm like renouncing all penis. We're, I think this was our dick talks episode. And I was like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Where I was like trying to like encourage the community to go on a, an, an abstinence journey with me because I didn't want to go alone. And because that's literally why I do all, all the things we do on the podcast. It's like, hey, maybe like if everyone else does it, I'll do it. Well, <laughs> I'll feel more pressure to fucking complete it. This episode is our dick talks is greater than detox episode, which was this episode was me basically announcing, I think, the dick talks that I was going on and hoping everyone else would join me, including my friend Jamila, which she was like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a deep dickmatization. Um, and um, and I think in this, in this clip, we were talking about 
the expectation of wanting to be kept forever and kind of showing up as yourself early. Yeah, because I think also I was, uh, I tried to do that and somehow I still got digmatized and I still was like being challenged to not show up as myself. And I also wanted to be kept, you know, like just loving someone and wanting them to love you too. And as you are, and just like not being able to help that you like to get naked, it's not your fault. It's just how God made you. (laughs) But anyway, here's the clip. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's easy to be radically honest when you start in a friend space because I'm not trying to prove shit to you. <laughs> what did I do last week? Some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're my friend. That's know. that's it too. It's the like, I think I'm like, I need you to know exactly who I am. I, I want you to know, wait, I want you to know who, exactly who I am, but it's easier to present myself exactly who I am without first having the expectation that I want you to keep me forever. <laughs> Right. Because what, because when we begin to want to be kept forever and want a relationship and want someone to love us, you start to feel this in, this deep longing for them to accept you. And then you start to even self-reflect about the, the mm. person that you are and the things that you do and whether they're acceptable, especially for women, as a wife or as a girlfriend. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's just like how we see ourselves versus how we see ourselves through someone else's perspective is like those things really need to be like blurred out and cleared out and cleansed because as long as you're expecting someone to love you and you don't really love and accept yourself it's going to be fucked up it was fucked up it was fucked up it was fucked up Bitch was um, fucked I up. think you were having a conversation with yourself I'm always having a conversation I think with you myself. were literally arguing with yourself in that clip I showed up as myself, right? Like, right? I'm being me, and I it's love not, me. It's not working. I love me. I do love me. You don't love me? I love me. I'll change a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I struggled with that. And you know what? It's just watching just the first half of the year. Like, I came, came in strong and then literally, like, fell in love with this person who just couldn't accept me as I was at all. 
you know, and loved parts of me. And it, I can just see how it, like the down, <laughs> the downfall of it all. Like I could have avoided it and I didn't because I just wanted to be loved. And it doesn't work. It never works. It will never work because you just are who you are. And thankfully, I'm the type of person that can like rat. I have to be myself. I, I can't, I don't, I really don't know any other way to be. And so even when I try and it's just like, there's no, there's no point in not loving yourself enough to walk away from things that don't love you enough to let you be as you are. Amen. A bar. A bar, bitch. You know, just sitting real quick. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. Even, like, being in this holiday weekend with my baby daddy. And, you know, I love him. But it just literally it dropped me back into five years ago. I literally like the music was the same. Still listening to only Kanye. I was like, oh my god, and it's just like, just like, literally, God was just like, when it flashback, bitch, plop, and I just got all these weird feelings of like just being sucked of my energy and like who I am and like I don't know. It's just crazy. Anyway. Well, God is saying, hey, 2022, what you going to do? Wait, 2022, what, what you, you going to do? 2022, what you going to do? Every time I do some fuck shit, I'm going to play that in my head. 2022, it's like, what would Jesus do? <laughs> True. <laughs> but 2022? Um, I think, like, the next thing was, like, because we're getting into, like, this pussy talks thing, we were, like talking about whether men go on these type of do these do these challenges do men do any challenges do they, they do, do workout challenges? Do they do instagram challenges or is it just not only just like a woman thing only the pretty ones who put do that same pose that i hate <laughs> niggas who do this pose do challenges <laughs> <laughs> you know the pose actually we know a nigga that does that pose and i don't think he does challenges with someone's husband that we know that we remember we saw that was saw. an old picture <laughs> That's an old picture. Okay, well, <laughs> you guys, don't do that fucking pose. <laughs> okay, here's the clip. <laughs> but I, I feel like, like I feel like a fucking teenager having this conversation. Like, I want to stop having stupid sex, but I will next month. <laughs> I know that I don't need to have sex, but I will in three weeks. Because <laughs> I love love and I love attention. I've made for it. I'll stop giving my pussy to these Maybe I'm 5'5", five, five, that's a good number. 5'5", five, five, 21 is the day. Um, no, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. And don't, and like, you know. Do, do you think men, do you think men experience this? Like, no. I should be more intentional with my dick. I don't think men go on dick, maybe they go on pussy, pussy talks. Well, that's the thing, when I was talking to my do friend. Do men go on pussy talks? Do you ever go on a pussy talks? No. Who are we talking to, David? Who <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, men don't go on pussy toxes. And my dick talks lasted, I think. When did I go to Mexico? I went to Mexico. I went, I lost, I lost my virginity. Relost it? <laughs> I relost it on the last day because I remember it was like the, yeah, we were leaving that last, last day. Last day of the month. The last day of the month. When you yeah. snuck away and didn't tell anyone? Yeah, I like dipped off out to Mexico and like told no one. Except me, of course. Except her. I was like, lied to everyone. I was like, yeah, I'm up north. I even... She even posted... I even posted a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> I was like, did you, did you it was see a my story. Stuff? I thought it'd be more believable. I went and searched Golden Gate Bridge stories, then found it, screen recorded it, then posted it. That's how much I needed people to not know where the fuck I was. Wow. Mostly her mother. I would never do that again. 
this the growth I've gone. <laughs> me as a grown woman not being scared of my mom's judgments. <laughs> Mom, I am 34. I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico, okay? Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was a good, you know, I, I will say that ever since I did that TikToks, it has radically changed my, like, the way I have sex. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to last, but so far, like, I just, I, it's really, I'm, I don't have sex a lot anymore. Well, except this week. <laughs> <laughs> this week. Yeah, it's changed a lot, but um, I'm just more intentional. I mean, yes, have I had sex with like one or two people that are like, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. But I think before I was more inclined to just like have fun sex, but then that fun sex would end up making me feel like not great later. So like I feel more balanced in my access and I feel more balanced in the access I give people to my body and how often I want to give and how often I want to have sex really. I've tapped into my masturbation at a higher, deeper level than ever and been able to like really 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 like get to levels of like pleasure and I think manifesting even outside of my pleasure than I've ever done before which has been really cool as well sex is sex is health you know it's a new year and going into a new year I'm looking to hone in even more on my manifestation skills and I really want to specifically hone in on my masturbation manifestation skills And I'm so happy that I've had a chance to try the Satisfier because it's the bomb.com and every product they carry makes me squirt. Oh, okay, girl. I know. Their sexy secret panty vibe is still my favorite. I also love the love triangle. It has the air pulse plus the vibration. I agree. I think going into the new year, it's time to get some new shit. It's time to get some new toys. So make sure you go check out Satisfier because they're offering our lucky listeners 30% off any Satisfier when you go to Satisfier.com and enter promo code GMBC30 at checkout. Yep. That's S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E-R.com. And you can get 30% off when you use our code. You're welcome. Sex is health. I don't advise doing it forever. Sexual wellness is a word because they go together. <laughs> because you to have to be well, you should have some sex, Amen. even if is even if it is with yourself. Amen. Even though I'm still working on <laughs> still working on having more sex with myself, even though I've been I have. You have. You have yeah. been doing it. Next is a clip that I didn't think everyone would love so fucking much, but apparently I'm a superstar rapper, so um if you didn't know, uh, in my former life, you guys, I had a music career, okay? I was on the verge of being a rapper, writer on the rise. Not rapper, that's not true. I really wanted to be a writer. And actually, when I was younger, I wanted to be a singer because I loved Eric Badu. I wanted to be a neo-soul singer. I took singing lessons and everything. Jamil always laughs at my musical career in the past it's really hurtful but whatever i was actually good ask my friends i used to perform at my high school and i did talent shows (laughs) (laughs) at stevie's oh my god the cutest thing ever and r&b live if you're from la then you know what the fuck you did r&b live multiple times that's great i know i'm told told you i was legit (laughs) okay well let's hear if you can also can't you look up e and j 
yeah, you can if you want to. Please look at E and J, her epic duo. Band. I had a Our I had Jared. a dance group, a dance like electro hip hop group with my bestie Jared. Shout out to Jared. They it was, performed it, and it was called. Vehicles. It was the first E and J because now this is the new E and J remix. But my first collab with a J <laughs> <laughs> was called E and J, and yeah, it was wonderful. It was it was actually we have some good songs. I'm not gonna fucking lie. Some of them are not that good, but. <laughs> <laughs> balance balance baby but anyway um we did a month where we, we read our diaries live on the pod and this was kind of inspired because we went to costa rica in june was it in june went it was in costa- june the first time we went to costa rica was in june and we initially went to write our book and um we had previously like went through some journals to kind of reflect to just give us some some inspiration for the book and like it just brought up all these childhood memories and like all these things that we went through that sounded similar to the shit we go through as adults, but just on an adult scale. And we discovered some of our shit. And here's one of Eric. I just discovered that I wrote a lot of poetry and it was the bear kind of like raps. So here we go. Oh, to give context, this was a, a journal entry about my ex who I was just tired of him not posting me on Instagram because I felt like, what the fuck? And he was posting other shit and I felt like it was a real disrespect because he was avoiding the post of me and I'd been with him for a long time drop it <laughs> drop the clip he was like claiming he loved me still and wanted me back and I was just so annoyed and I was like why don't you ever post me on Instagram and so I wrote this poem <clears throat> to express myself and it goes a little something like this January 20th 2014 it seems petty but it's not it makes me feel small so stop am I a secret like the thoughts you go to sleep with? We had this talk before, social media and whores. I know you think it's silly. My friends ask, what's the dealie? So post my picture, let them know, you my nigga ain't afraid to show. Post my picture just one time, let these girls know you are mine. Oh, wow. wow still still good still, still good i think it's really beautifully written it's really clear <laughs> exactly what i'm trying to get across melodic it rhymed it flowed <laughs> may is dying in the corner <laughs> what's the deal all my friends want to know what's, what's the, the dealie? Dealie? so post my pictures let them know <laughs> you my nigga for show <laughs> The gems we drop in the 2000s. Wow, I'm so happy to have this library of content. <laughs> All of these amazing conversations and gems that we've dropped. If anyone ever tries to check me, I'm like, oh, let me check my, let me check my files. I have something for this, including a PSA announcement. <laughs> As I listen to these episodes, I'm like, I've been a doctor, I've been a philosophist. <laughs> I am an expert of many things. You are. You had a PSA, and it was very important. This is a PSA on co-parenting, because everybody knows I've got that figured out. (laughs) (laughs) So we had our girl, Zosha Rockmore, on, and um, she's fucking, first of all, Zosha's hilarious. She really is. You need to check her out. She's an actress. She's been on, she's been in Precious. She was in, on the Mindy Project for years. She's in, what's it called? Black... Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black, Black Monday. Black Monday on, I think that's on HBO or Showtime. Space Jam. Space Jam. She's fucking amazing. Killing it. 
So I had to tell my girlfriend. She was like very unhappy that she wasn't pre-warned and shit. But I was like, bitch, you got a free babysitter. If she wasn't over there acting like a preschool teacher, you wouldn't get a break. That nigga would be trying to ditch and dodge you every like. That's true. Moms, this is a this is a PSA announcement for all moms. If your former baby daddy is dating someone else, who cares how old she is? If the bitch looks like a good babysitter, this is your, <laughs> this is your cue to let that nigga play dad of the week and bounce. That's so true. Okay? Let that nigga take him, let her, him and his two-year-old girlfriend go to Disneyland, do all that shit, have all the slow- <laughs> sleepovers, supply popcorn, whatever you got to do, just back up and let it go easy. Right. Do you know what? This PSA announcement is fucking true. And I'm living it right now. Currently, I have, Myra's been with her dad and he's, you know, doing his, you know, his family duties over there. And he has all the kids, all his kids there, including her. I was like feeling all guilty because I haven't had her for eight days. I was like, you know what? No, go ahead. You got homegirls there. Make sure my child's fed. Maybe do her hair if you can. Bye. I know. I, I think that uh, baby daddy is uh, seeing someone and I was low key triggered because I was like, he's like, oh, we might go to Candy Cane Lane. And I was like, oh, do you guys want me? Bitch. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to go? <laughs> he was like, I don't know. Uh, go. I was like, I was like, oh, oh, OK. He's like, just kidding. I don't think he was kidding. though. <laughs> why? Why? Why would you invite yourself? Why? <laughs> I don't You're know. Absolutely nuts. I just thought... let the record state right here. Jamila's fucking crazy. Okay. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, you were gonna keep... go. You would go. You Candy would go can't... with her and him. We're just gonna drive through the neighborhood. Why? Drink hot chocolate. I don't Why? know. I don't know because I'm still. <laughs> I'm. St- I still. I don't know. Go take her on your own. It's free. You can drive through the neighborhood for free, bitch. It's not a group. You're not going to Disneyland. It's not like you're getting the group right. <laughs> just go alone. It just seemed like a fucking jolly time of year to have a holly jolly Christmas. Okay. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> speaking of this one, on to so after Zosha, we went to Costa Rica in June mm-hmm. to write the book. And um, we met up with our girl, Monique, in the jungles on the Caribbean side of Costa Rica. And that's, you know, where we manifested her coming on this retreat and where we manifested this retreat and realized, like, this was the next thing we needed to do. And, uh, you know, at that time, Mo was pregnant. Yes. She was, like, seven. She was beautiful. Seven months pregnant. In the jungle. And she was... And we struggled to, like, record in the jungle. But Erica and I must record wherever we go, even if it's difficult as fuck. And... um it was, first of all, it's a beautiful. You should watch that on YouTube too. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. But she was she basically was sharing her story in pregnancy and how she kind of just left everything here in the U.S. She was a, a nurse here, left everything in the in the U.S. and just moved to Costa Rica. And fell in love, got pregnant, had a baby. It didn't work out. Decided, a lot of love. Decided to keep the decided baby. To keep the baby and you know raise her child in Costa Rica because it. Should, being a black boy in America is honestly terrifying. And the quality of life there is just, it's pretty beautiful and incredible. I mean, it's pretty simple, but yeah. So she was really inspiring um, and really inspired a lot of us and the listeners to like consider like, why is it that we are so attached to America? Like, why do we feel like this is, 
this is like the land of dreams and shit. And not just America, like attached to the idea of a family structure, attached to the idea of what it's supposed to look like, how it's what supposed to be. What stability looks like and yeah. Yeah. what happiness looks like, and especially as women. And um, she spit some gems about if a father is draining you or a mother is draining you, then it's probably not for you. To all the women out there, I just want to let you know you don't have to settle. Um, I think the hardest thing for me was like, oh my God, like, I want my child's father in their life. I want, but if the child's father is fucking draining you and not making you feel like your highest vibratory self, it might be time for a cord cut in that situation. And that's what was there for me. And I think it's really important that we let go of that fairy tale and that narrative because the situation that I, I was in with my child's father was very beautiful, very powerful, but very temporary. We got together so that he could bring me to this place to raise my child and feel comfortable and free. So, you know, I could hold on to the idea of what we're supposed to be and become the baby mama that's like, I want this. Or I can utilize this beautiful land and this beautiful baby that I get to raise and do how I want. I think that that is obviously like a really, I think a lot of women can resonate with that. I think that a lot of people stick around because they feel like they have to, but you don't have to do anything. Um, And then after we left Costa Rica, we made our way to New York where we had a number of interviews and pretty fun experiences. We were like on an adventure this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And we hung out with a bunch of cool people in New York, including Black Girls Texting, Horrible Decisions. Um, But we caught up with Jade and Fran. Fran is from the friend zone and Jade is, you know, from getting grown, which we already talked about and they're best friends. Yeah. They're best friends. And so we had a bestie besties episode. We did. And we got kind of deep and we we talked about, we We did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always crying. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Um, and you know what I think though? We cried. And I think in that time too, like our friendship, we were, had been together for like months and months and days and days on end. And like, we were like kind of in a tense place. Yeah. And like intense in general. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The kids had just come. We hadn't been with the kids in like two weeks and then we had been together for two weeks and then the kids came, then we're in New York. We were in a tiny hotel room. Yeah. We were like... With two children. (laughs) I think we asked each one of us to go through and say, like, what we love about each other. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and that was... I think we got emotional. But this clip is about um, the relationship that that Fran um, had realized that she had to nurture in herself before she could date anymore. Like, she went abstinent and just completely stopped dating, period, to really go within and get to know who she was. I've never heard anyone say, um, I, you know, I was celibate because I needed to get clear, clear my, all the all of that energy Ooh, out yeah. of me. Oh, my God. All and, those men's thoughts of me. Yeah. And I was like, who am I outside of relationships? And then it was also that feeling of like, how can I tell a man what I need if I haven't even cultivated what I need with myself like I didn't know I didn't know what felt good to me and so it's like I can't have that conversation with someone else before solidifying what that feels like and sounds like and looks like and then shortly after this episode we went straight and interviewed a dom (laughs) dominatrix we went from friendships to dominatrixes within minutes We changed our clothes into our spicy nighttime dominatrix clothes, and we a, a dominatrix came. Our, our favorite dominatrix, Mistress Marley, came in with a man on a leash. It was that you know what I I always have moments like this, but that day I was like 
fuck I love my job. Yeah. How the fuck do I get to have like these deep ass conversations with women and then also like have some weird, do some weird, wild, fun shit. Like, so in this clip, Mistress Marley um, allows Mila and I to dominate her sub. And um, who do you think is the better dom? (laughs) If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So you can call me Daddy Mila. Do it again. Do you like it? Say it louder. Yes, Daddy Mila. More enthusiasm. Yes, Daddy Mila. Okay, now you want to want to switch? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Beta, go to Erica. Head down. There you go. Okay, I'm Mistress E. <laughs> Super original. Couldn't think of anything. <laughs> Super original. Mistress E, love. <laughs> okay, Beta, get ready. Mistress E. Do you like that? Yes, I do, Mistress E. Where else do you want to be spanked? Go. Say it louder. Can she pull your hair a little bit? Yes. Pull that ponytail. Tell me you like the spank. I like the spank. What's my name? Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Not tell me you like the space. You're the better Dom. You're really (laughs) tapped into your Dom space. I need to work on it. I think just because I'm a sub, I'm not comfortable doming. But that was really fun. That was really fun. I enjoyed that. I did enjoy that. I might have to tap more into my dominatrix, you know, sex kittenness. We also went to a sex party in New York. A really cool sex party and had some <laughs> we had some pretty epic times. We did. Go to I just had a flashback of the whole trip. <laughs> we did. Um, we did an exclusive episode for Patreon on um the sex party. So if you're interested in learning about our experience at this amazing, pretty much all black and brown sex party in Brooklyn, um, yeah, we participated. So you're definitely gonna want to hear about that. <laughs> It was yeah, I did, and it was fun. Yeah, so click, click you can click the link to go to our Patreon and um, search for that video. 
Our job is so funny. <laughs> I know. Also, if you want to hear about when we went to the sex party on the same field research <laughs> trip. Um, so after Mistress Marley, then we met our new bestie. We did. We made our a new, new bestie. Friend. Our new bay friend. Trap, ba- Trap Yoga Bay um, came on the show and we immediately became besties. Um, we actually formed the Ethical Ho Council shortly after that episode. We did, yeah. We even named the group chat that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really, really is such a light and really came and dropped a lot of gems on so us. So many gems. So many gems. She's such a, she's so incredibly smart and she's helped us in our business. Oh my god. She offers she's, coaching. Her she's co- the shit. I, I need to I need to do her coaching in 2022. I, right? I, I do. Agree. She actually just launched a new coaching program. You guys check it out. I'm telling you like she will get you your shit together. together. Um and one of those reasons she gets her your shit together is because she teaches you how to make it hard for people to take advantage of you. And this is a clip of her telling us the gems. You guys ever heard of the yes and? Yes and, I will do this for you. <laughs> right, like, can I borrow your car? Yes and, you will need to pay my car note for six months. And people be like, well, I only need to buy your car for 20 minutes. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't need it. I guess you don't need it. Like, it's low-key a game of, like, how bad do you want it? But it's, it's, it's boundary setting for beginners. It's saying, like, at what level I will be comfortable with you using me in the way that you want to use Mm. me. And most of the time, you realize that people make you feel like you were their last resort, and here comes another batch of affirmation. You are not that sucker's last resort. You are only the most convenient one. Yeah, Make it not so convenient to use the fuck out of you. Amen. Amen. Mm. The gems on gems on gems. And then after Trap Yoga Bay, this month was really dope. We had some really strong, strong, like super just empowering and like these women know like I now understand the power of being a motivational speaker yeah and being a coach because this is this is some they were doing some real coaching like just being smart is not enough you have to be able to really connect with your audience and the way that these women were able to just like come right in here and knock that shit out mm-hmm. of the ballpark yeah well and just like yeah I mean to I- connect to, to me to you like I was just like oh my god did you just touch my soul bitch so our next guest was Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins is a, is a one of the highest paid female motiva- motivational speaker in the world. Um, she's like an audible legend. Like all of her books sell millions and millions of copies. Um, she's a mom. She is. She's done. She's been like so many things. She's like a TEDx speaker. She was on CNN as a correspondent. Like she's. But she's a badass. Yes. Like and she's real and she's raw and she lets you know like it is. Mm-hmm. So Mel, you know, I'm gonna, to set up this clip, it's called, first of all, the episode is called Stop Apologizing. And in, in this clip, she's explaining why we need to stop apologizing. And one of those, the reason why we started talking about this was because actually we were supposed to meet with Mel and interview her and like our calendars got fucked up and we ended up not being at the studio while she was there at the front door knocking, waiting to get in. Us dumbasses we were somewhere else and Jamila called her because I was too pussy to call I was like please just call her and figure it out she was like I'm so sorry and she literally Jamila came back in after talking to her and was like bitch she just got me the fuck together okay she was like stop apologizing your business is growing don't disrespect your business just get it together I'll see you next week <laughs> basically I was like what I don't like, and then and then I was like, "Who is this woman?" <laughs> um, yeah, but this is her telling us how to stop apologizing. That you are literally apologizing 
for ordering gluten-free bread, right? I'm really sorry. I'm sorry that I'm a pain in the ass when I order. I'm sorry, but could I please have gluten-free with that, 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 that? You are taking away your right to take up space. You are invalidating what you need. Mm. Because in that moment, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The focus goes on you making the mistake. So you feel terrible. It also makes the person on the receiving end of the uh, the I'm sorry feel like I need to reassure you. You think that you're doing them a, a, a service almost by right. saying I'm sorry when really it's it's not. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't change whatever's been done. Well, it makes them have to like, like she said, reassure. Wow. I also just realized after that episode how much I apologize. It's crazy. I know. I, for the dumbest shit. Like, I know. That I'm not sorry for. Right. And um, I also was crying on that 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 episode like wow she i know she she she's a motivational speaker she right. and she was coaching you through it she really was i yeah, know yeah like live on the show it was crazy the following month in october in october we got a nurse a narcissist expert mm -hmm. megan doherty was on the show and she kind of walked us through just all the the signs of a narcissist and basically how to get the fuck away <laughs> Um, and, and and how the like trauma bonding begins with the narcissist and how you have to be careful of it. So let me just wait until it blows up into a fire of smoke and then I'll have a reason to leave. I need a real reason to leave. Like yeah. if I try to leave right here, he's going to fight me and mm -hmm. to confuse me to stay. It doesn't feel like this is a big enough deal. Shoot me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh Shoot me and then I'll leave in the head. <laughs> Oh, my Not my gosh. foot or something. That's good. I could probably like make the sign. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll hide it. I'll put. Oh, don't worry, baby. I'll put that Jordan on. No one will know. An important thing, though, like when it comes to this trauma bonding, you're physically addicted to that person. Your body is biochemically addicted to it. It's like stress hormones mixed with oxytocin. When you leave, sometimes it feels like you're like detoxing from a. I think everyone has a narcissist in their life. So if you, you know what that is, you know, the trauma bonding, you know what, if you don't know what love bombing is, definitely check out that episode because that's kind of like step one, or it's at least always included in one of the steps usually of um, how a narcissist keeps you. Um, yeah, that was a really good one. That was a really good one. I learned a lot. Um, and then we had an episode where Erica and I played a little game called We're Not Really Strangers. And we revealed some very top secret information. This is very top secret information. I've never told anyone except the people who listened to this episode. And it was very, very deep, deep, deep secret. Um, well, here we go. Hard. Write down something others would never guess about you just by looking at you. Wow. You ready for this? Yeah. I've had at least six wet dreams about Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> like you came? Yeah. I'm grossed out. I don't even know if we're actually friends. I'm shocked. It's better than fucking Howard Stern. Have you ever told someone I love you but didn't mean it? If so, why? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm ashamed, okay? But I... also, I loved Eminem when I was like... 10 like I really fucking loved him he was like, 
He was just, you know, I went to school with a bunch of white people. I was like, oh my god, like he's kind of hood though. Like I want to get like my hood dreams, but I'll like assimilate to my my white counterparts. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, I mean, I white. I, 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 I too loved Eminem. He was an edgy white. He was kind of cute. His little short cut. His little short little blonde bleached, big white tee, baggy pants. He like, was he was a vibe in the early two thousand. Write me some poetry, but also like fuck the shit out of me maybe. and maybe kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe murder you. Yeah. <laughs> Like That's- Kim, <laughs> um, yeah, that was quite the shocker for me, your bestie, because I would have never guessed it. <laughs> so disappointing. Um, speaking of rappers, <laughs> ex-rappers, <laughs> we also had a uh, rather influential ex-rapper podcaster on the show this year, Joe Budden, which we got a lot of um, mixed feedback about because, mm-hmm. well, we, you know, people have shit to say about everybody. Um. <laughs> But he said some very triggering things. He did. He was he's he's a polarizing guy. That one, um, but very charming, very sweet. But then also very. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about co-parenting. We talked about a few different things. We talked about cheating. We talked about co-parenting. We talked about you know the role of of a father and a mother and who takes on most of the you know who should take on most of the responsibility all the things were very upsetting i'd have to say they were all pretty upsetting um but let's get with the let's go with this first clip because this first clip was really the one that i think the internet was like what the fuck and it was joe talking about um this idea of a primary parent just that fast. Listen to that. Dads aren't primary parents. Dads, to get half the rights that y'all have, have to sign a paper when our child is born, and y'all have to agree to it. So, yes, your responsibility in motherhood as the primary parent is greater than the dads. Primary Let me finish. We didn't sign up to be the primary parent. We signed up to both of us being primary. Shouldn't have left. Fuck you, Joe. What's happening no, in the I, world? You know what? Still fuck you, Joe. Because I don't agree. I still do not agree. And it's it's interesting because there were a lot. There were even some women that agreed with him. Yeah, I, I got what he was trying to say. I don't like how he said it. I don't think that he was trying to say what you think he's trying to say. I think he said exactly what he meant. Okay. I don't think I don't that, like that there was anything that he was trying to say. I think he said he tried to say that because men have to don't have don't sign the birth certificate, certificate unless then... the that has nothing to do with actually what we were actually trying to get across, which was the fact that both parents should take on equal responsibility. There's not, and he was suggesting that women just automatically, that's just how it is. And that if if you, especially if you leave, especially if you leave your partner, then you basically forfeit the right to have equal responsibility. Forfeit equality, which is nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck if you're not happy. Nuts. Okay. But yeah, definitely check out that episode um, with Joe Budden. That was a good one. You should watch that one on YouTube. Okay. So then then the next moment that kind of went viral on the internet was just us talking about, you know, um, I think this episode was five ways to please your partner. And it was us talking about, you know, the role that women play in sex that it's very um it's like a we have it's 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 hard for us to just show up and just get a nut we have to like put on this whole show (laughs) and or at least we think we do and this is what we went viral for (laughs) 
Men are almost taught, like, just show up and nut, and you're doing a good job. Women are like, you got to keep your man. you got to do those tricks, bitch, or someone's going to take your man. And you're like, okay. <laughs> do the tricks. Okay. Swallow will come. Jacket. With suck hair. it. Shut the hair. Look sexy. Look over your writing. Like, look beautiful. Arch the back. Arch the back. Like, we can't even enjoy sex. We're too busy looking sexy. The fuck? Spank yourself. Don't spank him. Spank him. Don't touch his asshole. <laughs> touch his asshole. <laughs> wow. It's true. You just so many rules. So many rules on the male body too. It's just like men have so many fucking rules. <laughs> so annoying. It's like okay, I can't touch your butthole. Oh, okay. I can touch your... yours. Only right there, three inches. Oh, I can only suck your balls. Can't suck. Can't suck, can't suck your dick. Don't go too high on those balls. Um, and then we talked, and then we had uh, we had such amazing guests on. We had like Sir Marvelous who did fire play on us, which I thought was really fun and cool. And you guys love that clip too. And that's another one that you should watch. I mean, he is a spy, a fire dominatrix. Dominate. What's the What's the male version of dominatrix? Dominator. I think it's still dominate. A dom. A dom. And he uses fire and sensory play on his clients, and definitely tested that out. Um, and now in December, I mean, we're in deeper December. We're just talking about you know getting deep, um, letting shit like letting the things that you've been avoiding kind of come to the surface and facing them, healing them, healing them. We had you know Debbie on um, who is a tantra expert and her perspective on just um pleasure bliss and pleasure yeah and how it's our birthright that good orgasms are our birthright and that there's so much shame associated with kind of acknowledging that um it's been a good year girl it has i'm so happy for you and for us and like the growth and for us as a community we made it and this next year is going to be even greater and even better and as ready I was ready to. I was ready to. And now you know what? I'm so grateful for all of you guys. Thank you guys for sticking with us. If you just joined us, welcome to the tribe. Enjoy the journey. If you've been with us from the beginning, then you know the evolution. And um, I just love what we do. I love that we get to connect with you guys every day, literally, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube. If you haven't connected with us on Patreon, it's worth it. We're blogging. We're doing a lot of other extra shit over there. And yeah, we're really launching. We're really reorganizing our patreon for 2022 <laughs> yeah we're really focusing on the content over there so it's a good time to join us you get to join our close friends join the slack community where you can connect with other women in your city if you need some mom friends you need your erica to your mila so make sure you do that in 2022 well happy new year you guys i hope you guys have a really safe and um fun new year's and i hope to see you in costa rica we'll see you in the jungle baby bye bye as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.